0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Or maybe it's good evening. Hi, my name is Vivian Aqua, the workplace wellness advocate. And it feels like I haven't done a "Let's humanize the workplace" in ages because everything was focused on amplify DEI. But know that "Let's humanize the workplace" is back. It won't be as frequently as you know every Tuesday, but I'm working on a schedule to make everything work. And tonight. It's going to be amazing, epic as always, but know that uh, I already had, you know, a laughing moment uh, before because I'm meeting up with the speakers and I will introduce the speakers with you. But before I'm going to go to well, it's just the introduction of the speakers. I need to share something with you because um, three months ago, I think, no, four months ago, this is my son, my son, Orlando, who is at the moment seven. But in the image, he was about two or three years old and he sparked something huge within me. Not only did he spark something within his mother, but he also managed me to pass on that spark. And that's what you see with Amplified DEI. I am forever grateful for all the speakers that joined in amplifying DEI because the summit has been is epic, has been epic, and people are still talking about Amplify DEI, not knowing that I could do this. Um, I also, I do have to say, I'm still, I'm still, you know, processing everything that happened because know that this summit has been contains all the ingredients that's containing in me and you only saw just you know just a snippet of what the summit has to show so next year will be bigger will be better will be coming often a lot of people have been asking me okay what's the next phase i have to keep that under the wraps because i have to you know i have to work on the next phase uh, I def- i'm definitely working on the next phase but know that we have so much content in there that everybody who is thinking about diversity or who wants to do something about diversity or is maybe in a different phase when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion, I can say we have 69 speakers. We have 131 DEI talks and we have covered 17 DEI categories. And all I can say it's a hundred percent online available on demand so wherever you want whenever you want so if you are traveling for in case that you're traveling you know from the supermarket to your home you can watch or listen to amplify dei um if you're if you're you know driving along the way you can still listen to amplify dei because the the things that the so many insights that the speakers have shared It will blow you away, and I cannot say that this speaker or this speaker or this speaker, all the topics I, because I was the organizer and the planner of this summit. I have seen so many highlights that I'm still going through all the individual presentation because it's so much and I encourage you to to be challenged. There is a free part where you can still watch if you don't know anything about me or don't know anything about the speaker you can still go to amplifydei.com and watch some of the topics to be to be familiar but also learn more about the speaker because you will be amazed by the speakers and tonight I have two of the speakers for Amplified DEI joining me in such an important topic, but I also have an additional guest speaker who has been an ambassador for uh, Amplified DEI. So it's about being the best you at work. And I have to, you know, look at my paper and see and and read their bio. So, um, but before I do that, I have to bring them up first. Yes, it's been a long time that I've done this, so. Let me see, don't say anything. I'm just going to, I'm just going to introduce them. So Tammy, Tammy Parrish is, uh, she takes stress out of getting dressed, providing useful tools to become more confident, visible and (laughs) increase your expert status. Leanne Arthur is the founder and managing director of LAA International Executive Search and has an extensive experience working with international companies and she is also the business partner with Bogdan and they recently have launched a platform called the Essential Workshops. If you want to learn more about that, just look Leanne up or look Bogdan up to learn more about the Essential Workshops and Bogdan Manta. I don't know in what kind of mood he is, but he's a Jedi. He's a live communication strategist and negotiations <laughs> and L&D experiences, experience specialist. Bogdan's background comes from neuromarketing, corporate communication, social psychology, and multifaceted program management combined with 17 years of complex production and event. And Bogdan, I see Bogdan as my big brother, one of my big brothers, and he has become such an amazing, uh, amazing friend during this journey. Also during, you know, during this lockdown that I am honored that not only am I speaking to him, but I'm speaking to also to two beautiful, amazing ladies. And I just wanted to, um, Highlight them because they have been very important from the sidelines when it comes to Amplified DEI. So this is for you. And this is for (laughs) this is for Vivian. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So, well, welcome to you. Let's humanize the workplace. So let's start with you, Leanne. What is your connection with humanizing the workplace and why?
1: Well, I met you, Vivian, through Bogdan uh, mm-hmm. initially, and um, so you are an expert now <laughs> on the uh, Essential Workshops online learning platform um, through your course to amplify your voice on LinkedIn. And that's it was just such a, a really fun day uh yeah, doing that recording you know how
0: and... to describe it you're, yes you're, the plant. you're leaving something essential
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a plant i think my plant is back there i'm, I'm covering up my plant anyway um so that was really fun and mm-hmm. then uh yeah you invited uh myself uh to and and Bogdan to speak on um uh yeah amplify dei and so it's just been such a great experience um, knowing you initially getting to know you even better through the recordings and then even more so through this uh, uh dei summit 2020 and i just i can't wait for 2021 um and and even for this summit all of the recordings i i really want that um slide because i'll be you know throwing that out more and more about it being on demand, because I think it's really important that, um, you know, we just keep listening. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, Yeah. we need to go back and visit. And there's so much there to learn as well. And going to Tammy, what is your connection with humanizing the workplace? Why do you feel it's that aspect is important?
2: Well, I really want everyone to feel like they can bring their whole Selves to work, and I know it's the state is kind of becoming a cliche, but the people don't feel like they have to cover up or um, be ambiguous about certain parts of their lives because of how they're afraid their colleagues will react.
3: Mm-hmm. So that's
2: I hope um, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm here. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: And Bogdan.
3: You went black there for a little while. You I know. Black, I had to. Background. I had
0: to wipe my nose. I. I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hide that aspect. And <laughs> nice yeah. it didn't work. It didn't, work. It didn't work. Come
1: on, we're all human.
0: Hey, it's exactly. about being me, and being me doesn't mean that I have to blow my nose, or you know, on. <laughs> okay. You, it's your turn, Bogey. It's your turn,
3: It's my turn. Yeah, yeah, so uh, good evening, everyone. Basically, I'm only here because I have a very weird haircut, and Vivian said that I need to show it to the world. There you go. (laughs)
0: It's mine. (laughs) We were not supposed to tell anything about, ask anything about it but since he's uh, opening... Since he's like opening Pandora's box.
3: Literally, I look like a pineapple. I don't think we can we can avoid the elephant in the room because <laughs> clearly it wears red. So there you go. Now that we spoke about it, yes, my name is Bogdan Manta, and I had a mistake at a hairdresser today. <laughs> this is very bad. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: So okay, let's 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 get to the next subject because uh, Tammy, I wanted to start with you. How can people be their best selves when they're pitching for a job, for instance, or they are pitching for funding, or maybe they are pitching for a speaking gig? What would you say from your expertise? Um,
2: The thing, the thing that comes to mind first is to let your sense of humor come through. Mm. And I'm not thinking specifically of how you look. Um, But that does have to do with your facial expressions, right? So that you're not
0: too too stiff. You're touching a delicate subject. Why? Why? Yeah. Come on.
2: (laughs) No, but I think, um, yeah, it's important to not feel so paralyzed by stress or by what you're afraid of someone, that someone's going to think of you, um, that you, yeah, just try and relax. And that makes you, you, right. That sets you apart from other people is to have a sense of humor and you can also in your appearance, not your haircut per se, but you can through small accessories or your clothing, you can also show a sense of humor.
0: Okay. So what would you tell me? Maybe a small tip. How can I, you know, humorize people during the engagement? Is it my hair? Shall I shave everything off? Or shall I do something else or wear a crazy necklace? How would you humorize it? Just, just a minimal tip.
2: Well, I think I think you're already very comfortable with who you are and I think mm-hmm. you're a bit playful and you also talk about how you're a nerd. So that is you mean it, but it's also a little bit humorous, right? It's a little bit playful. Mm-hmm. It's not um it's not super serious. So and I think you already do a good job of of letting your personality show and you're in the way you present yourself with what you say then you also have a sense of humor.
0: Mm. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. And Bogdan, what do you have to say about this? So um, how can people bring out their best selves when they are pitching for the job or for uh, maybe for a new house or maybe funding or a speaking gig?
3: Well, you know, I think there's a quite a few interesting elements. And of course, we're not going to go into identity, psychology, behavior and everything that applies online. Um, But one important thing, and I start to see it more and more um, in terms of the need for it, is adaptability. Um, Mm. Because you do need to be yourself and you do need to be who you are. At the same time, you need to adapt a little bit to the context, right? We keep on talking about context and we say content is not king or queen, it's context. So depending on the context, if it's a gig or if it's a pitch, if it's a presentation, if it's a negotiation, whatever it is, you kind of need to change your hats, Uh, in my case, to to cover the hair. Um, But uh, listen, it's funny because it's true. And (laughs) um, adaptability, especially online, is very important. Also, the advantage is that online you can be much more adaptable and like a chameleon because as you're online, people perceive you as like, you know, some sort of a performance. We learn associatively and by association, we experience it as uh, as a performance. So you can very much adapt, you know, going to Tammy, your clothing and you know what you're wearing depending on who you're talking to and what is the context right is it a gig mm-hmm. is it a pitch is it a so i think that's that's how it's it's very important you always need to take a step back before you go live and say okay why am i doing this how am i going to do it who is my audience and then you start to adapt people mostly adapt their content but they don't adapt their personality type the way they talk voice uh, pauses sometimes not taking themselves seriously sometimes being over serious sometimes alternating so it. Uh, adaptability is very important and it's something that to be very honest the more we stay online the less that adaptability i start to notice which worries me a little bit because we become grumpy uh, bored uh yeah yeah and also one of the things that i noticed
0: recently it was shared in a whatsapp group today about a girl who um who filmed how many times that she tried to insert herself in a conversation or in a lecture, she wanted to share something, oh, wow. but her fellow students kept sharing over talking her talk. And I'm just like, okay, but how would you, what, what, what kind of tip would you share to that person who is trying to insert herself in a conversation or every time that she was about to share something, a fellow guy student was over talking her? How can you be the best you in that situation?
3: Um, In my opinion, that is the fault of the professor, of the teacher, Mm -hmm. of the facilitator. As a facilitator online, you need to understand there are introverted people and extroverted people. And you need to create an environment for introverts and extroverts to actually work together. And I'm I'm referring to group dynamics rather than Mm -hmm. actually uh, uh, separating them. As a result, the introverts will never talk and the extroverts will talk over each other add some biases unconscious biases especially one of the you know one of the biggest biases and we do this with lean in right when we talk about gender inclusion one of the biggest biases is that men talk over women men will interrupt women four times more than they will interrupt each other or then women will interrupt men four times more Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you're an introvert that will not happen so it starts with the teacher or the facilitator or the presenter, whomever is there to make everyone aware of the fact that everyone needs to talk. You can't just let that conversation flow like that. Otherwise, why are you there? Why are you a teacher? Why are you a facilitator? You need to facilitate. Mm. So Mm. poor girl, I can understand where she's coming from. Also, you cannot fully blame the guys or everyone else because if this keeps on being repeated, then we develop pattern. So it goes back to, uh, that person needs to yeah. be assertive and needs to make sure everyone is included and, and you know, listen to.
0: And also learn about, you know, creating an inclusive culture. Uh, it starts in school, it starts from home. We all need to learn something about that, especially what you're sharing when it comes to those who are introverted. Sometimes they already are taking a huge step, a huge leap to say something and then they are going to be, you know, over-talked that's something that you should you should attend to and also as teachers please stop creating boring workshops or (laughs) lectures or whatever i mean i i'm recently dipping into the teacher field so as a teacher i'm trying to engage myself to prevent myself from being that boring teacher i had you know 20 years ago sorry if you're watching if you're a teacher of mine i'm sorry but There were a few teachers that really made it exciting and there were not that many. So we need to we need to learn more about how we can give engaging presentations. And that goes not only for teachers, it goes for everybody who is presenting online. As long as you add a lot of you in it. You will attract the audience that you you are are going to attract.
1: And and I don't know about you guys, but I mean, for me, the the, the teacher or the professor, depending on whether it was school, you know, uh, or or university, but the 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 teacher or the professor was really, uh, it, it really it made, they made a difference on what kind Mm -hmm. of grade I was going to get. Right. I mean, if I was engaged, I was, I was there every single day. I was getting involved in all of the homework Mm -hmm. and, you know, really, you know, putting everything out there as much as possible. And the ones that, you know, were just completely boring. I was, you know, okay, I'm going to skip class a couple of times,
0: but but now teachers are, I do understand that the, the challenges that teachers are facing or those who prefer to give, you know, offline uh, training, because now they have to try and engage people online, which is a, a different aspect, because you also have to get, o- get out of your comfort zone. I mean, I'm uh, to be honest, I've been going live almost weekly since a year. And I, I'm forgetting the date, but it's around this time when I was battling with myself. Should I go online? Should <laughs> I not go online? How am I going to do it? Am I going to do it with makeup? Am I not going to do it with makeup? How overdressed am I going to be? What am I doing? Who's going to watch? Who's going to listen? Who's So many questions that I was putting in myself, putting some a lot of doubt, a lot of these ingredients that I, I just said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to show up and I will attract those who are into the message that I have to share and I don't do makeup I mean I have my makeup artist but to me it's a lot of blah and a lot of fuss and I already (laughs) you know I already invested in an amazing camera who beautiful it beautifies me already so I don't need it (laughs) very colorful I don't need it so that's it that's my rant that I wanted to share (laughs) No, that's good.
1: I just wanted yeah. to share as well that, you know, for the gal, uh, you know, if, if, if there, you know, any, any gals out there, it's just for me, I would, cause I know most students are sitting down and they're trying to uh, make a statement of some sort, but I would have just stood up and said, this is my turn now, you yeah. know, and we have to get better at doing that. Right. Cause guys will do that. So, Hey, you know, let me speak. I was just, you know, let me finish right? So mm. it's, it's really about taking control of the situation as well, learning how to do that, number one, yeah. and not being afraid, number two, and then being confident and just sticking yeah. with it.
0: But being assertive online has a whole different ball game than being assertive offline, because offline, yeah. I can use my eyes or can use my, my hand saying what you're doing, or I can snap. Yeah, I do that. I, I use all of that but doing doing that while being online not everybody gets me because some people might think what is she doing with her hands or what is she what kind of body language is she doing not everybody gets is, that there
3: is one little thing one little very passive aggressive thing that has been invented it's on zoom it's on it's on a lot of things uh, on a lot of lock, them.
0: That
3: <laughs> you know what it is raise your hand raise your hand you click on that button you yeah. click on that raise your hand raise your hand raise your hand until someone gets annoyed by, the, by that yellow palm that sits up I'm gonna, that i think we should be having a new raise card up.
1: called yeah. excuse okay. me yeah.
3: there you go you don't have to say anything if you're introverted <laughs> the only thing you have to do is something like this you know it's like hello 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 do you see this green Do you see this know i have the green have card right. now i have
0: orange so we need we need to we need to utilize all the cards and say yes. it's my turn it's my turn that's right, okay that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good tip that's a good tip. Have a uh, yeah that's true exactly. that's a good tip i hope the lady is watching and if she's not watching i hope so many other ladies and and fellow students or fellow people are watching because it's time i'm thinking about maxime i'm i'm not remembering her name but the the lawyer, she's called Maxime reclaiming my time. Do you remember oh, her?
2: Oh, At the time Maxine that it Walter. was her time
0: to talk and somebody else was over-talking her. And she was like, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I will share the link later on. She Ooh, is so I'm hilarious. Gosh. And ever since then, I'm remembering that I'm claiming my time. That's it. I'm claiming my space. Yeah, nice. So Leanne. Yes. Let's talk about the things that we don't want to see after this live stream. So can you share maybe two mistakes people make when they are online pitching for their job, pitching for funding, maybe, or pitching for a speaking gig? What are your two mistakes that you see?
1: I would say the two biggest mistakes are, are not being prepared Mm -hmm. and you know, prepared not, as it. in
0: what prepared as in not being prepared as in the questions as in the interview or prepared as in the lighting or the camera or well
1: yeah all of the above i mean not being not presenting ourselves in the most appropriate way online not not mm-hmm. dressed in, in the right way mm. uh the camera angles are off the lighting is bad the, the interviewer can't see you um you know, we have a we have well, Tammy, Bogdan, and I have a, a workshop that we go through all of this stuff, including how to answer questions. Uh, what do you say? To, how do you answer the question? Tell me something about yourself. So what I what I talk to candidates about is is really preparing. Right. And. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: So not showing up in your pyjama or not standing up while you're wearing only your boxer shorts. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Like the idea of somebody coming to the party with um, a shirt and jacket on and and underwear underneath is, it's, (laughs) I I could never do that. It's just, it's hot. What if something happened and you had to suddenly stand up? Right. I mean, that you, roll disaster. Away.
0: you roll away. I, I have tricked myself, not that I'm doing it, but I have tricked myself to, you know, ladylike roll away, roll, roll out away. of camera. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I, there is a whole lot of preparation that goes on, uh, yeah. even more so now with online and, and being, being yourself, right? So the, the preparation, even before you get in front of the camera, it all starts with um, knowing and understanding and being able to talk about who you are, what you do and how you mm-hmm. add value in a confident and succinct way and you can't do that just by going blah 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 you really need to be able to write things out think about them talk about talk outwardly record Mm -hmm. yourself um and and really understand what is it that you want to say and how long does it really take you to answer some of these questions i mean there's all kinds of questions online that you can find out and practice you don't ever know what somebody's going to ask but they're pretty Uh, They're good. There's some obvious questions that lots of people do ask lots of companies do ask. So um, it's really about the the preparation Mm -hmm. and and the confidence, really being confident in your voice. Right. And uh, yeah, being able to project in a meaningful way.
0: Yeah, because you talking like this at the moment gives me a very confident lady. It shows me that you know yourself instead of you talking, sitting here and saying, exactly. like, "I yes, I'm the ideal person for the job and <laughs> you have to have me and exactly. I want this job. It, it gives you, it shows you a different person and it shows to me, it shows me uh, when I'm sitting like that, it shows me like I'm not interested in this job while right. I might be.
1: Yeah, I'm exactly. sitting up straight
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so in-
1: right? Because I mean, if we're you slumping, you online, you can tell if if you're slumping, and you no. wouldn't slump if you were in, you know, person to person. You wouldn't slump. You'd be at the at the edge of your chair. So why not sit on the edge of your chair in when you're having an interview or when you're having a discussion? You know, sure, you can you can sit back all the way back in your chair. That's great. But, you know, slumping doesn't do any of us any good. I mean, hi, my name's Leanne and I'm really, <laughs> really good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just like, come on.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And Tammy, what, what are your things that you see, the two mistakes that you see and you wish people to avoid online?
2: Um, I think the biggest one is, and this plays into what Leanne said, is people not being succinct, not being concise and brief in what they say. Mm -hmm. A lot of it comes through preparation, but also nerves. So Mm -hmm. by preparing and practicing, you get over the nerves somewhat and you can practice your elevator pitch. How are you going to concisely, compactly answer the question? So that's number one, keep it short. Um, this also touches on what Leanne said about the voice. So I think especially online, people don't take advantage enough of using their voice. So it's not only the pacing, but the volume and you can, there's so many things you can play with. Um, but again, it's practicing and and the posture helps with that obviously if you're back here you're talking in
0: inward but going back to your expertise or something that you do when you uh coach clients um i almost hesitated to you know dress myself a little bit up because it's my home day and i i have you know my jogging pants and my jogging suit and i'm just like no that's one thing that I committed towards myself is every time I'm doing let's humanize the workplace, no matter what, unless it's too hot, then, you know, there are different dressing codes, but unless I have to always dress up because it, it can be picked up. You never know what, where somebody might see it. You never know who's watching. You never know who you might trigger. And if I show up in my jogging suit, I don't know if the people will think that I'm serious enough for their workplace, or I maybe get hired. So it goes beyond dressing yeah. up. Goes beyond only showing up for humanize the workplace. Because do know that when people watch this episode, or when people watch some of the episode of humanize the workplace, people remember me, remember how I acted, and I sometimes don't see that back. When I see some online conversations that people pay. Um, pay respect towards what they are wearing if it's appropriate for that occasion.
2: Well, so you have two things. You have Mm -hmm. what the way you look does to yourself. And some Mm -hmm. people argue, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I act the same way. I feel the same way when I Mm -hmm. wear my jogging pants or when I wear a suit. It doesn't matter. But you have, so how does it make you feel? And how does it make your public, your audience feel? How are they going to react to you based on what you look like? And of mm-hmm. course, in the end, you want people to listen to what you say. True. But the first thing they see is how you look, what they actually see with their eyes. Mm-hmm. So if they're distracted or turned off by that, they won't even listen. <laughs> so you've got to really get that visual piece yes. just to get... I.
0: I- I totally agree and if it was just a podcast so you're doing just a podcast interview I would say do what you want to do because it, you know how you feel and if you feel confident Mm. in, in your in your home clothes that's totally fine but this is also live this is also this is also being videotaped and I would rather show up be a little bit uncomfortable for not that I'm uncomfortable but it's a new way of working, right? Because I went from a situation where during the week I dressed up and now I don't have to dress up anymore. I only, not that I'm, no, this is going the wrong way, but I don't have to dress up that often anymore. And now it's know, like a lot like of us don't.
1: Yeah. A lot of us don't have to dress up yeah. anymore, yeah.
2: which is a whole yeah. other discussion. This whole psychology of was having a discussion with the client about this. Why do we not wear our work clothes when we're working from home? Why have we stopped wearing them? And it boils down to being comfortable. So why were we dressing uncomfortable before? So, but that's a whole, yeah.
0: yeah. If you want to know more about that, you know, Tammy, just reach out to her. She can answer that question because I do feel like we need to still be respectful of the way we dress. Yeah, Uh, because then again, I'm my own business card. And if I dress down for not for the occasion or uh, or uh, congruent with the client or the business mission, I am doubting that they will hire me again because of this. Right.
2: And it's not. Yeah, it's not for just for self-employed people, but you're working for a company. Mm -hmm. It really does all add up right so no yeah. are you going to get fired because you wore your jogging pants on your zoom call one day no but all these things yeah. if you consistently show up looking like Isn't a it's swab- bad to
0: wear jogging pants because i have a confession to make i'm wearing one you're not seeing it <laughs> and i can roll away no if we're be- i mean we I are being at the moment and it's about being the best you i need a work roller, my work is home and i'm comfortable that's exactly. why I'm not standing up. <laughs>
2: as long as you don't spill coffee on yourself, or if there's not a fire or the
0: doorbell doesn't ring, you're good. No, I'm okay. <laughs> good. Well then. You've been well, very quiet. Only... So I'm curious to hear what you have you want to share.
3: I can only echo what uh, what Tammy and Leanne said, of course. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the reason we also work a lot together, because we're <laughs> very aligned and we see things in the same way. Um, but there's two things that I would very much add to that, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna experience them live. Number one is don't freak out. If something happens, please don't freak out. You know, everyone's no. like,
0: you freaked out.
3: You, you are... freaked
0: out when I disappeared.
3: Wait a second. Wait a second. I did not freak out. I was just stating, and that's gonna link to the other one. Stated mm-hmm. always stated. Why? Mm-hmm. If something goes wrong, first of all, if nobody notices it. Don't talk about it. You're yeah. the only one who knows that you're missing a slide, or you're the only one who knows that you missed a thing. Don't be like, oh, no, no, oh, 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 I forgot. Oh, I have to add this. Oh, no. You're the only one who knows. Don't freak out. Just go with the flow. Chill. You're online. It's fine. Number one. Number two, if someone says something to you, right, when, when I said what happens to the background, to the background you were like, okay, I, you know, I, I had to scratch my nose, and we made a joke about it. You did not go like, oh, my God, you know? Uh, Leanne, for example, we talk about the microphone. Her microphone is now again hiding behind the thing. And as she talks, you know, the microphone is scratching a little bit. And now as we talk about it, there you go. She's not freaking out. She's not like, oh my God, my microphone. It's fine. There you go. She showcases the microphone. It's (laughs) part of the whole thing. Be charming about it. Make a thing about it. Don't freak out. That's the first thing. And the second thing, when things are really wrong and you can't fix them, state it. My haircut is a mess. I'm going to talk about it because I don't want to give context to people. So as a result, I had a little bit of a mistake and this is how it looked like, but I'm skipping it from the very beginning because if I talk about it and I make a joke about it, people chill. Otherwise, you just allow for people to think about it the whole time. It's what we call, you know, talk about the elephant in the room. So if there's something, you, you, you are going, getting ready for a job interview or for, or for a pitch and then you went to the hairdresser and this happens. State it. Start with it and say, "Well, this happened." Ha ha ha! Make a joke. Uh, you know, exchange a story with your with your employer or whomever it is, and then they will start. Oh my god, this happened to me once as well. Ha ha ha! Develop oxytocin and establish rapport. So, yeah. talk about it. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed to show your vul- vulnerability. Don't be. Afraid. Everyone is so stiff online. Oh, I am so <laughs> sick and tired and bored of people being boring online you know what, in March, April, May, we didn't know what we were doing, we didn't know what we didn't know, we were all trying new things and so on. Six, seven, eight months later now, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, we start to develop patterns and behaviors of being boring or We stop developing behaviors where someone mumbles for 35 minutes and then they do, oh, we have a Q&A for 10 minutes. Nobody cares. (sighs) You know, (laughs) look at me. I I can easily go into into a C-suite, into a room full of 20 CEOs, and I guarantee you that I can talk every single thing that they're talking about. But this doesn't mean that I have to be stiff. I'm still being myself. I'm being funny. I'm making jokes. Mm-hmm. But if people don't like me. By the way, I'm doing this on purpose. Because if you don't like this, then stay away and then try to work with me. Because I'm going to bring this on. So you better know it from the very beginning than to show up later on and to see that sometimes I'm making a silly joke. So it's just, you know, be who you are online. If anything, be even more of who you are online than offline. Because... At the end of the day you close that really little webcam and you go on with your life and that's fine you know just take yeah. a chill pill, relax and especially
0: and- especially now we need to you know humanize our off- offline engagement or online You're engagement told. as well because we are humans yes i want to be entertained not the whole time because i mean i know bogdan and at my entertainment level with bogdan it's about two or three hours and i had enough but he's amazing he's- <laughs> No, this is not about bashing him because he's an amazing person. But being the best you online means that you can showcase whatever quirkiness you have. Yes. Uh, Leanne mentions or Tammy mentions something about me being a nerd and I, I'm not afraid to hide it. I have my tools, I have my geeks here, and I'm uberly excited about it. And it's also part of me. It's also important for me to tell that to people so that they don't freak out when I turn all nerdy against them or talk nerdy yeah um yeah
1: but we have we have to be authentic i mean it that's just we have to be i mean what's not the point no not that many,
0: no, not that that many
1: somebody people that you're not that's that's just bo- yeah. that's but talk about boring i mean yeah, I can who, with who can even keep up with themselves when
0: they try yeah. to do that Yeah, but not that many people are open enough or able, how do you say it, are feeling that, feeling a a safe or having a safe environment to be themselves. Because that's also one of the things that we have to make sure of is, are you able to be yourself in the environment that you're working in? Because if the environment isn't, you know, protective or safe (laughs) enough. That's something that you need to think about. I'm not saying that you have to quit your job or remove yourself, but is there something that you can do to provide that safety? And if not, Mm -hmm. address that safety with your manager or with HR or somebody else who's responsible for that and address it within the team, saying that we need to create some kind of safety because we also need to take care of our mental health and not being able to be the best you or to show up your your best self or to show your best self online um it's damaging you yeah maybe in many ways maybe in huge ways but in a way you're you know you're making yourself smaller than you should
1: yeah
3: um Vivian I think both Demi and Leanne can give you more more details about this because we were very recently actually during the, the, the last workshop we did together we were talking about maybe. mental health and <sighs> Mental health uh, uh, will become something extremely, extremely uh, relevant to keep on talking about, especially now as we go into a very difficult time. Outside it's raining, winter is coming, second wave is coming, and so on. We need to talk about these things. That's another thing. We need to talk about... We need to talk to each other. We need to listen.
0: But also provide... Provide a podium or provide a stage or provide that safety where an employee can talk to somebody else about the mental health because know that at the beginning of the year when the lockdown came, I think a a month later, I already shared a, a, a prediction from the World Health Organization and also the World Economic Forum saying that, yes, COVID is the number one pandemic, but the second pandemic that is coming and it's coming sooner than later is the burnout rate, is the amount of stress. And if you're leaving your people empty, empty-handed with no toolkits, no, no training, no workshop, when it comes to mental health, yeah. your figures for presenteeism will, will spike. Your figures for absenteeism will spike. And eventually you might up um having a team that isn't a team anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very much so.
0: And it all goes to providing that safe space there. So, um
1: and and yeah. depending on, you know, the 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 type of um person on the team, I mean, they might be an introvert and therefore they're not going to say anything about the mm-hmm. difficulties that they're going through and Um, So you just slowly, slowly see a a decrease, right, Um, Mm -hmm. as as opposed to them actually saying anything and and, and potentially, you know, just actually leaving the company as opposed to, you know, trying to seek out help of some sort. So, I mean, the the conversation has to to open itself up Um, and, you know, it's not like... um, you, you, you want to have a pandemic to uh, bring these sorts of things up. But, you know, if it's, if it's a way to help us all, you know, ha- have empathy for each other and um, talk together about how can we uh, be a better team? How can we uh, be better teammates? Uh, this, this kind of thing, uh, you know, so y- yes, you have a, you have, you might have a manager or a team manager or, director or or whatever but actually if if you have a um really a strong team then everybody's looking out for each other right you're not just i love that
0: i love that because we we look we mostly look upon we mostly look towards the the manager or the leader as in you have to take care but what about the connectivity amongst each other why can't you buddy up with somebody else and say hey let's have a virtual coffee i just want to know how you are and i want just want to touch you know touch base with you and talk about something different than only work because mm. we don't exist about only work remember those days when you were at the office and you had a conversation about something outside of work mm. let's mm. bring that back mm. from time to time yeah yeah
3: You know, I think it was April or May. Um, I don't even remember exactly what it was. I was just having a bad week uh, Mm -hmm. for very good reasons, but I I was having a bad week. And uh, out of the blue, I get something from Tammy. (laughs) And it absolutely made me feel human, feel heard, feel listened, feel loved, appreciated. And I don't know, Tammy, how, 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 you know, I said thank you and, and so on, but very often you do this and people don't actually know what an impact it has on them. I mean, yeah. it had such a monumental impact on me and I keep on saying, you know, thank you to, to Tammy for stuff like that. But it's just, and Tammy doesn't know because she's a superhero, but she has no idea. Um, but these are the type of little things that we do for others and have such a monumental impact yeah. on we can change people's lives and you know and it's like I'm looking at all three of you and you are all three of you you're doing amazing things and I'm not even going to go in. you know I know Leanne for 400 years and I've I don't think I've ever met a kinder person in my life and in 400 years I met a lot of kind people uh, and you know Vivian, <laughs> what you're doing with what you did with Amplify DEI and We need to be kinder to each other, because especially Mm -hmm. with everything that happens right now, and we're talking about humanizing the workplace, we need to listen more than we actually need to talk, especially during these times.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that goes into um, inclusive leadership, right? That. The, the the leaders of teams, not just leaders of companies, but leaders of teams. And there's so many different levels, right? Whether it's not just office people, right? It's also in the manufacturing facilities and the mm-hmm. distribution uh, areas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And and I can imagine that in in some of these uh, places that there is a real sort of traditional mindset about you know hierarchy. And, you know, I'm the manager and therefore I must, you know, be in control as opposed to being an inclusive leader who says, Hey, James, I haven't heard from you. What do you have to say about this problem? Any ideas? True. Right.
0: I mean, it's showing this lockdown has, even though this lockdown has its ups and its downs, it's showcasing how. Companies who already embrace inclusive leadership are doing performing better and those who aren't are being exposed now and they have a lot more work to do. But I would say start from you. Instead of looking up towards the manager, start asking yourself, what can you do? What can you do to be the best you, but also what can you do to bring out the best in somebody else? and right. find a buddy, find a colleague that you can buddy with or maybe you know, the three of you can can look after each other so that you are strong. I know it's challenging from a distance, but when you reach out, just a phone call because the zooming, I know now I'm still online and I have been you know online uh, previous uh, on this day. But in the end, when I do too many of these live engagements, it's draining. So I know when to stop and I know when to to continue. And I have days in between that I don't want to see anybody at all online. I just call them. I just or leave a WhatsApp message, yeah, so that we can still stay in touch. We don't always have to put on the camera because having a light here, looking at the camera, looking at that light, in between the camera, and then looking at (laughs) two of my other screens on the side after this i always zone out after a live session because i have to have that recharge moment as well totally get that yeah yeah there was there was someone on (laughs) who said that be an eagle not a duck Very good. (laughs) <laughs> Just,
1: yeah that you know what what's the point really of zoom yeah. like every meeting being a zoom meeting
2: why why
1: it doesn't have to be i mean let's let's have some phone calls back and forth that's that's good i stuff don't understand
0: do. that why companies aren't utilizing internal podcasts i mean you can still mm. you can still share your message via audio why is that so hard and if it's hard you can always reach out and ask how to set something up because you're saving time for people you're saving their eyes know that yeah. by the end of the year lots more people are going to wear glasses and a lot more people are going to be challenged <laughs> yeah. with their eyes and this, this 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 whole lockdown this digital ice strain that we put upon each other it's not a joke. It's really serious that we're doing it. And instead of, you know, saving that message that you have, it's an important message. Put it on a podcast. They can listen while they're cooking or maybe they're cleaning or maybe doing something else. They can listen at it at their own time. They can even speed you up i'm a speed listener so i put you on (laughs) 1.4 and i'll listen to you that message is still powerful at 1.4 speed i zone out when people talk too slow sorry i zone out so you know
3: (laughs) that's why i sent you a 17 minute video and after three minutes I i finished it (laughs)
1: <laughs> Note to self, always record, send Very recordings
3: far. to the you're gonna have to watch for the whole thing.
1: Hi, my name is Leanne Arthur and I
0: <laughs> So going back to the question because I have two more questions that or one more question. I don't know how are you with time? Are you okay with yeah. fifteen minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Um I have two more questions. So Bogdan. What will you tell your younger self about personal branding? Google it. Yeah, but were you from a time that Google was there?
3: Oh my God, are we talking about my age?
0: No. Oh. I would Don't go there.
3: Um, no. So, what? Okay, very serious now. What I would tell myself about personal branding? I think I'll tell myself one thing, and that would be be more of yourself, uh, uh, be much more of who you are. It took me so much time until I was so scared of showing myself. And funny enough, I think for me, it was the online that allowed me to truly be who I was and to behave in the way that I am and to show my, my quirkiness and sometimes my weird sense of humor and to show my empathy and my vulnerability. I think I always showed my my vulnerability up to a certain point, uh, but I've always been terrified of showing who I truly was to people because I thought, oh, people will think you're weak. Not at all. Okay. Just be who you are and be yourself and allow for people. People will like you or not anyway, but at least no. allow them to see who you truly are and then let them decide if they like you or not. But don't pretend to be a different person because then probably you have people who, are, who could be very important in your life. They're going to not like that fake version, and they're going to walk away. Just be yourself. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it 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 it, it you know it means working on yourself. I would really say that to my. And I don't think um, I don't know. You call it personal branding. For me, is just being who you truly are. Um, and next to that, I would add constantly, constantly uh, try to find the highest expression or a higher expression of yourself. Constantly.
0: Mm, love that. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me
2: well um I think the biggest message I would want to give is to definitely think about the image you're portraying because once you make that first impression it's gonna take seven more times yeah. before a person is might might change their opinion of you. So, and what's the first thing people notice? it's using the eyes if they can see, so that's personal branding is important, even though I, I am starting to get tired of those words, <laughs> but Why? it is a, it Why? Is a real Why
0: thing because it's an I important know. thing. I mean, I'm, I'm teaching students now to be aware of their personal branding and how they can match their branding with the brand of the company so yeah i did not have that when i you know when i was in college the students of now they do have this lesson so never get tired of it maybe you you have to name it differently exactly it's It's not the concept
2: it's the the word i feel now it's so overused Mm -hmm. the concept's absolutely important yeah Leanne,
1: what would I tell my younger self about personal branding, I think is that um, you're growing up and you're going to make mistakes and you should embrace those mistakes and learn from them. Mm -hmm. Because as young kids, we, we have a tendency just to say, oh, well, oopsie. Even yeah. as adults, even as adults, we do that sometimes, but it's like really embrace your mistakes and learn from them. So, you know, if you went to school and wore something that wasn't very, um, it didn't, it didn't match who you are. Yeah. You know, think about it and yeah. say, okay, I tried it. I'm, I did some AB testing, not going to do that again. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, I've definitely done that. I mean, oh, my goodness. One of my one of my high school pictures, um, I had a pink blouse on with orange lipstick and some kind of it was awful. (laughs) But it's like you make mistakes, you know. So it's it's embrace your mistakes. And I think ask a lot of questions, because by asking a lot of questions, you get to um, understand what resonates with you. Mm-hmm. And, and you get a better picture of who, you know, who you are from a personal, uh, brand perspective, perspective, or your, your, your authentic self. What's,
0: I would say, I, I would say to myself, uh, know yourself and embrace it, embrace it, embrace your length, embrace your roots, embrace your uniqueness and embrace your quirkiness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have seen me, you have all seen me. I'm very tall and I have not that tall friends but it's not because of them it's more or less that i i was making myself very small was waking myself very small until somebody told me like why are you always making yourself small you need to claim your space so i'm claiming my space while sitting down i'm claiming my space
1: yes that's
0: excellent
1: that's excellent gosh you know i i loved uh, meeting Vivian for the first time because I thought that I was tall uh, and I did the same thing in high school, you know, slumpy shoulders yeah. and all of that. And, and then uh, meeting Vivian, she was taller than me. I was just like, yes, this is so amazing. Yeah, and I
3: felt wonderful being uh, shorter <laughs> than both of you. <laughs>
0: Your, your persona is big enough. It's tall enough. That's right. Oh my gosh. Your persona
1: makes you, you know, gargantuan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what is Steve Arif saying? People, uh, people have to create labels for everything. So they say they can be experts on LinkedIn and try to sell courses. Uh, All their answers are great and they are all be mean, be yourself. I it's a little bit cryptic, Steve, what you're sharing, but I'm assuming that it's positive. And um what we tend to forget is we go from school, where're certain we have to, you know, behave in a certain way, and then you end up in a job. And if that job or that workplace, people are behaving in a similar way, so they are not celebrating diversity, inclusion, and equity you become one of them and becoming one of them means that you're not being yourself so that's why i i really felt it important that i had to bring these three experts i see them as my experts on about being the best you ever work because they highlight it from different aspects and it's so important that we uh encourage people to be their best selves And maybe their environment isn't supportive enough. Or maybe they have to reevaluate. And also, the end of the year is coming. Reevaluate where you are, what you're doing. Are you happy with where you are, or are you not happy? Are you thriving at what you're doing or not? I'm not saying that everybody should hand in the resignation letter, but I do know an executive search lady.
3: I don't know if is <laughs> on. I'm showing up. I don't know is showing up on top of me. Otherwise, going to be like, this <laughs> Puku?" Do you know the very, oh, yes. the very, yes. uh, Steve, the Steve very, very interesting thing is? Names, so. um, it was a, a post from from Juvance, uh, um, and I, if Juvance is watching, I'm saying I'm saying hello to Juvance because you're mentioning a very uh, special executive search. Not only is uh, a madam here a very good executive search, but uh, the word around town is that she is the best executive search in the Netherlands and one of the best in Europe. And, you know, knowing this uh, wonderful lady for a very long time, I can only echo that and I can confirm that that is the case. Number one. And number two, there's another lady who is smiling right now. Um, I I don't know where we're pointing. Who is, listen. I'm going to do a little bit of promotion right now, get her online course on how to dress for yes. the job, and she's going to yes. tell you some things about contrast and everything. Tammy Parrish is an absolute expert, so I'm very humbled to be surrounded by, by you know, uh, three wonderful professionals, super, super smart people, and on top of that, highly empathetic and highly uh, engaging as well, because, you know, you can be smart, you can be empathetic, but you can be boring. Unfortunately, not a good is.
0: Thank hi you. Gary, thank you for sharing as well. Gary How was also. Hi Gary. Hi Gary. Hi, Gary. And
3: I do have too. to say,
0: if you haven't seen the talks, one of the most liked or most most watched is Gary's talk. So if you have missed out on Amplify DEI, go to amplifydei.com and you can still watch it on your time, whenever you want, wherever you want. And hi Mary Jane. <laughs> this has been so amazing so going back to the last last question before we close off because we are almost at the end of 2020 and boy (laughs) what a year it has almost been we have about four Mm. years and two months and then 2025 is already knocking on our door so what is your wish when it comes to humanizing the workplace and being the best you at work what do you wish to see i'll start with leanne
1: i i wish to see that uh and i said this in the uh interview uh, that we had um with regards to amplify dei that that dei really does have a budget oops within within the context of Mm -hmm. um the the corporate office that uh, it it is a standalone department. Yes, it works with with HR, but that it has its own budget Um, and that there are just trainings everywhere about what it really means. What does what is diversity? What is equality? What is inclusiveness? And um, that people know how uh, to treat each other in the workplace, that people have respect for for one another, um, especially giving each other the opportunity to, to speak and speak out.
3: And, mm-hmm. and not
1: being and especially speaking out you know if, if they're feeling oppressed in some way and and not being um, diminished or you know uh, chucked out because of it yeah. um, I mean one of the things in, in my talk was about um, you know having a disruptor on the team and how uh, healthy that actually is because it helps mm-hmm. everybody understand you know, the other guy on the shoulder, right? And, um, and I didn't mean specifically guys, but just, you know, the, the, the other voice, right? Um, and, and, and learning how to answer questions from the disruptor. So there's a lot of really great things that we can learn through DEI. And so I just really uh, would like to see a uh, dedicated budget to that area.
0: I love that. And I would also like to see the possibility that we can move around and at least give each other hugs because I miss that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So empathy and empowerment, yeah. right? Yeah. So good. So good.
2: Thank
0: you. Yeah. On.
3: There's just something that comes into my head right now, which is everyone is fighting a fight you might not know about, uh, or you might mm. not know, be kind. Um, I started to see at the beginning of the lockdown that some of the people became at least more interested and kinder to one another, and I would like for that to continue. Um, And one thing that I can truly recommend and and wish for people is to actually take a step back, get some perspective, and try to listen more than to talk, right? I'm thinking of one of the very famous quotes, we have been given a mouth in two years so you can use them accordingly um so get some perspective and don't cast judgments on people because you don't know what people are going through right now you don't mm-hmm. know what's their home situation you don't know uh what they have to to, to struggle with or what they have to juggle with uh, their kids their stuff their uh, people are working from home we're forced into into there's maybe they a, a, yeah, right? a lost one right a lost them right now yeah
0: there's, there's,
3: so many things right be kind to one another and yeah that's one thing and the second thing and i would very much want to emphasize on that walk away from bad people recognize bad people um, because two things happen right now some of us became kinder but the bad people got even worse and nastier yeah. if you recognize someone who is being bad don't waste your energy on that person who will not change but can change your state can change your energy can change you focus your energy on people who need your kindness people who support you support each other some people are just bad people walk away from them wish them well don't wish them anything bad wish them well but do that thing take that step and walk away from people that also not necessarily they're bad but maybe they don't match your values maybe they don't match your principles Walk away and focus on people who matter, people who do match your principles, people who do match your values. And just be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind. We need this now more than ever.
0: Thank you, Bogdan. Thank you. Tammy.
2: So I'm going to bring it back to my... um, area of expertise and I mm-hmm. do think that at, on the positive if we have to find positives to COVID and um, the fact that we are working from home has changed how we get dressed and how we mm-hmm. look so I is hope it
0: better or worse
2: in in general I think it's better because I hope that when we go back to actually meeting up physically that there will be less pressure on people in the workplace to conform to these unwritten i mean there are written policies but the unwritten mm-hmm. policies especially for women who mm. have often dressed as men to feel like they can level with them Yeah, no. so right right i would like to see people feeling um free to express themselves more in their appearance at in the workplace
0: as long as it's business appropriate though that's what you're sharing Hello. right <laughs> i'm sorry it's late i'm thinking i'm hearing I, what you're saying and i'm just like okay this is going the wrong way no nudity <laughs>
2: no nudity in most professions
3: what kind of nudity?
0: i wasn't sure talking about that
2: we were talking about no pants <laughs> earlier, so I'm not saying you <laughs> super professional, but I, I would like to see people feel less restricted and more, because it's part of your self-expression, right? How you okay. how you show up physically.
0: Yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you. I also have to highlight Ronessa. Ronessa is sharing the younger generation is very lucky to have the comfort of internet and the tools like social media with people like us who are passionate with teaching and sharing knowledge and kudos and well done to all of us. So thank you, Vanessa, for sharing that and amazing. I have to say thank you to Steve. Thank you to Mary Jane. Thank you to Gary. Thank you to Vanessa, Thank you for making this episode epic again. And also thank you to the amazing guest speakers, because without them I could not have done this and it, it's, it's, always a blast to to have this conversation with you and i really enjoyed it so if you have any questions about being the best you just reach out connect with leanne or connect with uh, tammy or connect with bogdan and otherwise uh follow them on linkedin and um i also want to highlight something of my screen um I have to plug Amplify DEI. Again, I'm not going to share that much, but I am going to say thank you for joining Let's Humanize the Workplace. I have a surprise next week. I won't share it right now, but I have a surprising uh, guest panel for next week. And I am looking forward to have this conversation with you. So thank you for watching Let's Humanize the Workplace. And until next time, bye everybody. Bye.